This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. Hi, welcome to the Unicorns Are Real Podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Miss Dobbins. And today we have a special unicorn in the building. Please introduce yourself, special unicorn. It's your favorite uncle, Uncle Tay. Okay. The hooligan. <laughs> How was your week? My week was, it was, it was pretty good and it was progressive. I'll say that, you feel me? Are you going to lean back though? Oh my. Yeah, you got to get a little <laughs> closer. Yeah, a little closer. A little closer. Get up on this mic. Yeah. So my week was good and it was progressive. Um, is it like, okay, so what we like to do is like to describe our week in a color and a song that kind of correlates with the color. So okay. what color would you say your week was? My week, my, the color for my week definitely going to be red. Okay. One, I low-key looked up like the color, for, I mean like the mood for red. Mm-hmm. So I saw that in the email. Um, it said like warm, um, good, productive, positive, and, um, I'm going to have to go with a... For the song for the week, I might got to go with like block party type shit. Okay, because yeah. it was like it's like all right, it's about to be it's about to be February. It's about to be the second <laughs> second you feel me second yeah. month. It's about to be the fifth week in this year. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of just flew by quick, but it was good. You feel me? Got a yeah. bunch of, got a bunch of things done. Opportunities, low key finesse a couple opportunities, unexpected nice. opportunities. You feel me? Um, and it's been, you feel me? So, yeah, red and block partying, good and blessed. I'm with it. Asia, what would you say your week is? Ooh, I had a really good week this week. Uh, I feel very productive. You know, mm-hmm. I have to work much because, you know, these kids, uh, we had some snow days, a lot of snow days this week. I only worked twice this week. So, with that being said, since I was able to get so much stuff done, I'm going to go with, um, I want to... Like, I'm stuck between two colors. Okay. Because I'm stuck between, uh, like, like a purple, because, like, power, and I feel like I got a lot of stuff done. And then I'm stuck between green because I was so calm. Um, but the song has nothing to do with how my week goes. It's just, like, I like how powerful the beats, the beats were in the song. And um, I've been talking about uh, Sade this whole week. And... <clears throat> Sorry, but my favorite song <laughs> uh, from Shade this week was Soldier of Love because okay. the beats are just, they're great in that song. Because, you know, most of her songs, they're real, real, like, jazzy. Yeah. But that one had, like, a real powerful beat, and I That's really so enjoyed funny. that. All right. So, you know how we already discussed how my week is going to have Shade <laughs> as one of my songs, but I did Hang mm-hmm. On To Your Love mm-hmm. by her. And then my week, I would say, is, like, a great because I think it was, like, a neutral week. And I, I think neutral, gray would be like neutral and like practical, like just a timeless. Or I guess you can like go on the opposite end and be like sad, gloomy. I don't know. It was really cold this week. So it was, but like we got, I, I got to stay in. The house. I, I did not. I cannot relate. <laughs> the coldest days I had to work. <laughs> I was for showing the crib. He was over here for just. For the most part. <laughs> y'all can't see. If y'all are on live, you can, but he over here like flexing on the live. Showing his jacket with this <laughs> fancy uh, 
filter he got over here yeah. looking like he in a Mary J video or something. <laughs> Tripping. Or, or sick, I a... got the, sick, I got the 40 pointers on the uh, Instagram live right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should have made sure everybody's live had the little filter just oh, so yeah. it's like every Everybody angle. in sync. Everybody's. <laughs> What's the deal? But, um... So we're going to move on to our self-titled segment, The Unicorns Are Real segment, which the unicorn will describe their unicorn. What is their creative mind? And we like to do a thing where we describe what our uni- what we envision our unicorn looking like as like, like as you. As you. Okay. So how would you describe? Get funky with yeah. like gold hoofs. We had locks, crystal horns, all that. All that. <laughs> you know, um, black fur. Yeah, I'm thinking black fur. You feel me? Real firm, real sturdy. Like, um, I'm thinking like red. Uh, what's that little? What's the thing? The, the, uh, the horn. The horn. Yeah. yeah. Red for show. Sure, so for, black fur, red horn. Is it okay. made out of a specific like material, or is it just like a, um, a solid? It's like it's like uh, what's a sturdy. It's like steel. You feel me, steel? That's actually my last name. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. Cool. That's, that's dope. <laughs> um, Red steel. Um, what else? Uh, tough, smart, intuitive. Okay. Hey, um, this unicorn is equipped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> everlasting. Yeah. Type shit. Uh, kind of like a tank, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have some missiles on it Ooh. off a little satchel. <laughs> <laughs> feel me? Stay ready so I ain't got to get ready. Cause when our ghost in the studio bust out laughing, yes. you was just so shocked. You weren't ready for all missiles. That. <laughs> what? Yeah. Go ahead and throw the sticky um, names from uh, Halo on there too. Unicorn definitely got the buffs on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Tay if it's if it don't got the buffs can't, on. Can't see clearly without the buffs on. You feel me? It's like behind tent, no matter what. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty good. That might be pretty smooth. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And then for the audience that's not familiar, explain what you do creatively. Um. So creatively, I do everything. That's anything. Um, I work with artists. I work with different creatives that do photography, videography, um, screen printing, makeup, styling, um, anything creative, creatively, you name it. Mm-hmm. I work with those individuals, um, per se to help them further what it is that they like love to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's basically like, all right, what do you love to do? And how can I help you get better at that? You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, that's one thing I do. I have a cleaning service um, where when I initially started, I, I I was only cleaning windows. And then as it got bigger, I would, um, I would as opportunities would come, it would just change. So, like, I would get opportunities to clean up a property before they got somebody moving in or they got mm-hmm. somebody checking in for Airbnb or something like that. Oh, you cool. know what I'm saying? So, just accessing different opportunities with that. Um, working on working on my own personal clothing. Um we work. I work with the community. I work with youth. I work with um, muralists. I work oh, with. Cool. A, I work with. Any, like I say, anything creatively inclined. I work with those type of people because um, 
I learned a couple years ago that my passion, my passion in life, not necessarily my passion, but my um, purpose in life is to help people. Okay. And it took for me to help myself get out of a situation mm-hmm. and get some help from someone to understand that, all right, yeah, I'm here to help you, but I'm also helping myself at the same time. So in order to, to live flawlessly, I feel like I got to help people. You feel me? Yeah. And it's in my destiny. It's in my heart. So um, that's what I do. That's a wonderful passion. That Yeah. <laughs> and the name I have for it is Director of Infinite Opportunity. Okay. I came Ooh, up with that. I like that. Mom. That's nice. Shout out to Mom Dukes. You feel me? <laughs> Good I'm glad words. you write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what what are your uh, your goals for your personal business as well as um, working with the hooligans, or you know, like your goal for the overall organization that y'all have? Um, the goal is to be known worldwide as a staple of entrepreneurs that love what they do and love helping people do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to, like I said, when it comes to art, you know what I'm saying? We do art for ourselves, but we do a lot of art for other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Commission art, um, um, different projects, you know what I'm saying? So it all comes, it always, it's all about the balance mm-hmm. and, and the things that we do. But the goal is to be known worldwide for loving what you're doing and and never giving up on yourself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Believing believing in what you want to do. A lot of people, a lot of people, don't believe in themselves. Believe it or not, it's a lot of people that don't believe in themselves, and that makes it hard for. It makes it hard for you to move forward when you don't believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in you, it's like, where's the hope? Mm-hmm. Where's the where's the destiny? Because and and when when moving you on you can only you're the only person that can hold yourself accountable at True. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You can have people that's gonna hold you accountable, but at the end of the day, when you going to sleep, you resting your head on the pillow. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is obligated to sleep with you, you feel me? Your left eye is next to your right eye. Yeah. So um yeah, the goal is just to just to be able to strive in your passions and love it. You feel me? Yeah. So, um, so we see your photographs or we see your photography around the city doing, I guess, you also just did like a sweet I forgot, 16. I forgot. Right. I am a photographer. Yes. I did not say that in what I was doing, but, um, so that's, right that's now we're we in the, we we're, in the, we're in the, we're in the process in the prototype, prototyping phase process of, um, receiving a $50,000 grant. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, that's amazing. We are in... We we it was so it's like 650 teams that applied for this grant, and we were amongst the 20 teams that made it to like the semifinals. And today we actually just recorded our pitch. Okay. Uh, we just like before here was at the Skillman Foundation. Me and Antonio recorded the pitch, and on the 12th of February we will be having a community expo down at the Science Center where we will be we will have like a booth. We'll basically be basically exposing our program, what we've been doing, and how we've been doing it, and to a, a a panel of judges and the community. You know okay. what I'm saying? So um it's been really exciting doing that. So when we first started we got we got our, our budget of five thousand dollars and we had to we had to like budget it and you know make everything secure. So we end up grabbing the camera for the program. And while having the camera, I wanna say like the first day we had the camera, I just picked it up and started taking a couple pictures of the group. And now mind you, 
I've always had an eye when it comes to photography. Mm-hmm. Right? Some, when it comes to like people wanting me to like take pictures, I've always been the one, oh, can you take this picture? You know what I'm saying? On my iPhone, whatever the case may have been. But, and I always knew I wanted to tap into photography, but I just wasn't going to pay for a camera. I just, I wasn't like, yeah. and I got all these other obligations. I'm not going to do that. So, um, we ended up getting a camera for the program. And first day I just picked it up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be using this. Like, Brie got her own camera. Tony's doing art. Ain't nobody really going to be using this camera but me. So I just capitalized on it. Okay. And within the first week, I turned all my friends into models. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I had literally, I hit up, I think I tweeted, like, you feel me? He want to shoot. And then a couple of my homies hit me, like, what's good? So, like, four of my homies pulled up on me, and we just went down Baltimore Gallery, went down Lincoln Street Art Park. You feel me? Got some, I probably shot, like, How long pictures. ago was this? This was, this was in November. I got, okay. I got the camera in November. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, now I got it. I got it my t- the, timeline the timeline in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, very short. Instagram. Uh, my, okay. Yeah. Got the camera in November <laughs> and um, just started, you know, started taking it serious, started shooting every day. And um, when it came to December, I'm like, I already told Tone, like, sure, I'm going crazy. So I might as well start, start, <laughs> start getting money. You feel me? Like, make rates. So I'm like, come January, come t- 2019. You feel me? If somebody want to shoot me, they're going to have to pay unless it's yeah. a passion project. You feel me? So um, I uh, I ended up talking to Bree, like, you feel me? Let me see your rates. Like, you feel me? Help me out. So me and Bree sat down one day, and we basically just, she helped me base my rates off, like, beginner rates. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. quality beginner rates type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, So had my uh, rate sheet done, and then, you know, it's on deck. So when people reach out to me, I'm like, all right, these are my rates. We're going to figure out what we got to figure out. 30% deposit. I already had a... um. Already, I've already done multiple shoots, but mm-hmm. um, one shoot that's uh, kind of cool to me. I had a f- photo shoot in Atlanta. Um, I was, I was, my flight was paid for. I went out there, did photography for um, an event. It was my cousin's six, sweet sixteen. Yeah, and I got paid, you know, a little bit extra as well. You feel me? So then being able to just go out of town to fly. I mean, just to do photography, man, that's crazy to me. So and it's. I've only been shooting for two months. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just been crazy to me. And I'm always getting opportunities. And it's just it's just been a, a, a journey for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that feels good. It's like, damn, I should have been did this shit. But time is of the essence. And that's big me? to just If I have tried to do it before, I might not have had the eye that I have or I might not have been as ready as mm-hmm. I am. You know what I'm saying? Because now I understand how it is having being able to create multiple streams of income and, being, and learning how to balance it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And understanding that. It's not always going to be good. It's not always going to be bad. It's, you feel me? It's ups and downs. You feel me? But if you long for the ride, you believe in yourself, you believe in the people around you, you're going to be straight. Do you like shooting with the Sony? I like, love the Sony. Oh, my goodness. I actually, so my lens is a Canon lens. Canon okay. 50, 50 milliliter. Um, millimeter. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> um, I was like I'm and <laughs> it's I got to shoot it in manual, so uh-huh. it's, it's fun for learning and stuff like that. But I was using my my uh, teammate Ro. He has a Sony lens, fifty, and it's automatic. And that lens was crazy. He actually let me use that while I was in Atlanta. So oh, it yeah. helped me. It helped to like <laughs> shoot uh, for events. I need automatic lens. Yeah, because you know doing, what I'm saying. Doing manual would have been yeah, it'd have been like, 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 <laughs> like damn, was four hours. But um, that was pretty cool. And it's been a journey, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be like, mm, I'm not going to take my camera. Or sometimes I'll be like, definitely taking my camera. Just you so know you can. Yeah. And sometimes I'll take my camera and not take no pictures, but just to know I have it and could have caught a moment. I'm not mm-hmm. tripping. I'm a photographer. That's nice. Um, like, so what is your creative process as a photographer? Um, It's kind of spontaneous. 
honestly. Um, I have the mind of an artist, so it's like it should be all over the place. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just, I just, I just love to create. You feel me? So it'd be mm-hmm. like if it's something I see, I just capture it, capture it, and then I deal with it. Kind of deal with it later. Look at all what I've captured, you know, in a day. And sometimes I take a hundred pictures and only like five of them. Bitches. Yeah. You feel me? And it's okay with that. I had to learn that it's okay. That that is okay. You're not always gonna capture what you want to capture. Mm-hmm. But if you keep going, you're gonna keep getting better. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the creative process is just being determined and creating something. Like I'm gonna make something happen. Oh yeah. I'm gonna make something happen. And whether I have nothing or whether I have a little bit. So it's just being determined and, and really just um, think of a word right now. Determined and... Uh, motivated? Motivated. I'm going to go with motivated. Do you do you edit them too? Yes. I, so right now, I only edit on my phone. Okay. Um, I'll probably be getting a computer in the next five, six months. Mm-hmm. My old computer broke, but... Right now, I just be editing on my phone. Oh, oh. it looked nice. Yeah, it Thank looks you. really that, nice. That I was gonna sh- say I like the um, <laughs> like the like the grit on your yeah. photos. Yeah, sometimes you have I a nice little, little grain on there. Yeah. <laughs> if you like grain, you should try um, shooting with a film camera. Yeah, and that I was is, gonna say is, a lot of your shots look like they were shot on film because that of the is, grain. Um, that is something I definitely want to tap in with. Yeah. But I just I, I just know it's a process, so I'm going to uh-huh. take it one at a time. I'm going to keep getting better with this camera. And once I feel like, oh, I done went crazy yeah. enough with that, let me get a new lens, new film. You know what I'm the saying? The film camera can teach you so much on how to use, like, a digital camera. Yeah, it could. Because you have to know, like, with you have to know so much about lighting beforehand. Um, yeah, I've been learning about that lighting. Yeah. So crazy. Because, you know, you see people that don't, you can see, you can tell when somebody doesn't know about lighting in their photograph because, you know, their placement of the individual is um, is either in front of the light, so it's too dark, or it's too bright, and, you know, it's too washed. Too exposed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too exposed, hard. it's washing them out, all that. <laughs> so, like, picking up a film camera is a, it's a completely new learning experience because you have one chance yeah mm-hmm. one chance and that's it and then like the process in the dark room is so amazing because you learn how to do these different processes that you can do in photoshop by hand yep. and like because that photoshop is obviously based on some of the same things that you can do in the dark room yeah mm-hmm. like dodging all that all that is it's just burning burning yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all that is just dark room techniques and right now, um, I'm in the process of building a dark room here in the studio so that uh, I can get back into the film. Because I've never, like, can, I'm never going to tell myself that, you know, go around saying I'm a, I'm a digital mm. photographer because I don't even have a digital camera. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really know how to use them that way. Like, with the different, the different uh, like, settings and whatnot, I just, I just know, like, the automatics i mean the manual stuff from my film camera yep. <laughs> i mean it, it is it's, it's basically the same like when you transfer over to digital and using manual and digital and using manual and film yeah the shame you get the shot yeah because you're controlling every mm-hmm. aspect of the shot yeah that's cool that's awesome did you want to move on to the heading out roses segment or did you Yeah, let's move on to Handing Out Roses. Okay, so our Handing Out Roses segment is about acknowledging those people that support us or people that inspire us. 
So you that can are get, alive. That are alive. So you're giving <laughs> them the roses why they can smell still smell the roses. Yes. So are there anybody you would like to shout out, give roses to? Um, yeah. So first and foremost, I always want to give a rose to my mama. Um, yes, mom. She's my rock. She's of course she's always held it down. She's always come in and very clutch when when it comes to me trying to figure out what it is that I want to do, mm-hmm. helping me dissect my brain. You know what I'm saying? Help me. She's good with her words. She's a she's a she's a talker. She's a speaker. Oh, you feel me? Yes. That's kind of where I get my speaking from. But um, definitely rolls out to moms. Rolls out to Tone, my uh, my cousin um, slash brother. We grew up together. You feel me? Through thick and thin, we've been we done been through a lot. You feel mm-hmm. me? But um, really rose to my hooligans. Um, everybody that I, I believe in and work with, roses to y'all. You feel me? Because we do, we gotta we gotta hold it down for each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, smack Thank my gloves, you. glasses on. Right. <laughs> um, Not the buffs. <laughs> and uh, my family. You feel me? And my friends. You feel me? At the end of the day, my friends are my family. So yeah. When I say family, I'm talking about you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Anybody that I that I that I consider a close friend, y'all my family. At the end of the day, roses yeah. to y'all. Chosen Aww. family. Yay, the flower shop. Yes. <laughs> love it when Forced. people give up. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. So um, I'm going to give out a rose to all of the fellow unicorns, all of the people, all the art hoes, all of y'all that listen to this podcast. Y'all are amazing. And uh, I'm just so thankful that y'all sit here and listen to us. Yeah. Um, lollygag. Um, <laughs> Speak that hot shit when it's needed. Use um, our sentence enhancers. Yes. Um, <laughs> be goofy because, you know, Aaron and I are hella goofy all the time. Yep. <laughs> and we just really want to thank y'all for that because without y'all, like, we, we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have these conversations because we want to bring these artistic conversations to Detroit area yes. more often. And we appreciate all the beautiful minorities that that create art because y'all don't get enough attention out here. Enough and that's love. what we just bring it out here for. We love you. Yes. Um, I would like to give my rose to Brittany. Thank you for signing on to be our producer and help us with notes and Keep our lives a little bit more organized because yes. you the shit is naive. Because <laughs> distributing <laughs> our talents between each other, you know, has been rough. trying, <laughs> but we've been doing it. But thank you, and we appreciate you. Just want to let you know now that you have a rose. Yes, she Smell is it. part of <laughs> part of this unicorn team. Um, she has given us so many, so much input so far. Yes. Like, it's crazy. And then, like, instantly, like, meshing with her, like, on yeah. Monday. Yes. And then, like, oh, she got ideas. And we I ain't gonna, gonna lie. We met for a reason. We yeah. done ran to each other on mm-hmm. two occasions. You feel me? Working. <laughs> yep. Like, sh- her personality is so bubbly, and I love it. I'm so happy. I, I have, I've known her family for a long time, but I have I never met Brittany until this year, and I, I'm so appreciative of that. So appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're actually going to move on to our first game. Yes. What is our first game, Asia? Speaking or tweaking. And what is speaking or tweaking about? It's all about we're going to listen to a song, and then we're going to judge it. Like, is the artist spitting that hot shit? Okay. Or are they talking mad shit? Like, talking bull. Yeah, like, are they, are they, <laughs> get it. Are they qualified no, to ready. say what they're what they saying? Or are they, you know, just speaking out their ass? True. Like, so we're gonna listen. We're gonna, we're gonna listen actually, to the song. Yeah, take a break. 
Take no I'm ready. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equip with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak. Hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Lil Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil Kim, don't fuck around with real G's. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. So fuck peace. I let them niggas know it's on for life. Don't let the West Side ride tonight. <laughs> Bad boy murdered on wax and kill. Fuck with me and get your caps pill. You know, see, grab your blocks when you see Tupac. Call the cops when you see Tupac. Uh, who shot me? But your pumps didn't finish. Now you're about to feel the wrath of a menace. Nigga, I hit him up. Check this out. You motherfuckers know what time it is. I don't even know why I'm on this track. Y'all niggas ain't even on my level. I'ma let my little homies ride on you. Get out the way, yo, get out the way, yo Biggie Smalls just got dropped Little move past the Mac And let me hit him in his back Frank Wright need to get spanked right for setting traps Little accident murderers And I ain't never heard of ya Poisonous cats attack when I'm serving ya Spank and shake your whole style when I gank Guard your rank cause I'ma slam your ass in the paint Puffy weaker than the fucking block I'm running through nigga And I'm smoking Junior Mafia in front of you nigga With the ready power tucked in my gas under my Eddie Bauer Your clout petty sour I'll put packages every hour Hit em up Grab your Glocks when you see Tupac Call the cops when you see Tupac uh, Who shot me but your punks didn't finish Now you're about to feel the wrath of a menace Nigga we hit em up People how we do it keep it real It's penitentiary steel This ain't no freestyle battle All you niggas getting killed with your mouths open Trying to come up off of me you in the clouds open Smoking dope it's like a Sherman Niggas think they learn to fly But they burn motherfucker you deserve to die Talking about you getting money but it's funny to me All you niggas living for me while you fucking with me I'm a self-made millionaire Thug living out of prison, pistols in the air <laughs> Biggie, remember when I used to let you sleep on the couch And beg a bitch to let you sleep in the house <laughs> Now it's all about Versace, you copy my style Five shots couldn't drop me, I took it in smell okay. Now I'm about to set the record so, We just listened to uh, Hit Em Up by Tupac Oh, that's the song we're going with? Yeah. Yep, that's the song oh, we're going with. We're going to play it back? Oh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we first listened to it, when, <laughs> how did you? How did it make you feel? Like, when he came in with, I fucked your bitch. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. <laughs> I feel like that nigga speaking. <laughs> Why? Claim to be a thug, but I fucked you. You feel me? When you, uh... <laughs> It's like, you feel me? If you <laughs> fuck the nigga bitch, you got to let him know. So he came off the rip with it. Like, first off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. This so nigga, so with, just, with him saying, I fucked your bitch, I believe, you know, I, I'm, I am a big Tupac fan. If it, right now, I got on these Tupac socks right now. You know, they say thug life, got the bandana around the calf. I love them. Um, I'm gonna get a picture of him so that y'all can see him too. But I've always thought that Tupac was, <laughs> you down was to a beast. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really mess with Biggie like that. I don't have no beef with them. But mm-hmm. I was a Tupac fan, yeah. and listening to that song, I immediately thought, okay, yeah, he won. 
Yeah, because Pop talking that shit. The way he Especially at the end, you know. Yeah, the way he disrespected. Yeah, Biggie Smalls, you mafia. You too, to y'all some mark ass bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for him to like blatantly say yes, I fucked your bitch. What you gonna do about it? The whole world knowing, like, now nah, I fucked your bitch. Whether it be true or not, yep. he went on. But on, then they made sure yes. that picture came to surface with him <laughs> posing with Faith. Like, right? Straight <laughs> Right? Straight speaking. Be like, is, is the possibility that he did, in fact, sleep with your wife? <laughs> yeah. So, like, when when you think about this, what do you think went through his mind when he was making this song? Um. Hatred. Hatred? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. this was like right after, you know, the shooting at yep. the studio. Yep. The first time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He kind of like, felt like, man, after he got shot, he kind of felt like he couldn't trust nobody. You feel me? And so he had to, he had to spaz. He yeah. Had to let it, he had to get that out. I mean, I, it sounds like the the way that it was, the whole the beef was set up, it's, it makes sense, to be honest. Like, it made sense that, you know, they shot me. Because in his eyes... Because if I'm in your studio coming up to see you... Yeah. Then y'all have to be the ones to set me up. Because I ain't from the... I, well, I'm not... I'm, yeah. I'm from the area, yeah. but not from directly. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't grow up his adult years in, in New York. When when I, I remember when I was younger, when I found out that, you know, he, he, was, he was from, quote-unquote, you know, the East Coast area, I mm-hmm. was like, well, damn. Like... Dang, he he really had that much beef with them niggas when he was over there himself. But <laughs> like that song is probably one of my favorites because <laughs> he came in so hard and he was like, he "Yeah, hard too." Yes, like hard. he punched them in the nuts. The first, I fucked your bitch because that's going <laughs> that's a nut breaker right there. Like and he told everybody, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah. And then when they would start clowning Lil Kim, that shit was hilarious too. <laughs> Because he was all like, well, I'm going to just step to the side and just let my crew yeah. come at your hands, too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got to lick in. Grab and they glots when you see Tupac. Call the cops when you see Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing we all in agreement that, Nigga, you know, they they won. <laughs> they He won. And he was, he was speaking. 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 Anybody, <laughs> anybody against it want to say, you know, Biggie came back? Nah. Like I don't care what anybody say. Did Vicky even come back? What was the comeback they, song? They they uh, cause the Who Shot You came before oh, him yeah, up, yeah. and that's Tupac thought the Who Shot You was <laughs> the diss beforehand. <laughs> so what was Bring the comeback? Up. No, I'm saying I'm saying like there's no oh yeah, <laughs> there's there's no way he could come back. There's from no that. recoil. He had to he had to fact check that. Be like, hold up, Faith. Yeah, I, I need to test <laughs> your faith, Faith. What's what's going on? <laughs> I thought you was only, you know, giving out faith to me. Evidently, you're giving out to the to the West Coast. <laughs> and then the way the whole team did it, they could have even at least alluded to the fact that she maybe she fucked everybody else too. Oh, <laughs> like there's so many variables. You said the team could have had it. Yeah, the team could have had it. <laughs> and, right. and I still base it based that line off the reason why her and Mary J got into a fight because <laughs> you know Mary couldn't stand faith. Mm-hmm. Because You're going because, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. That's what they got into that fight last year. She was dipping in everybody's ranch. <laughs> yeah. And that's how she got her deal. I mean, th- to be honest, that's how she got her deal. 
Oh, okay. I bet Lil' Cam was I'm not going to say that's how she got to do it. I don't know this woman. I bet Lil' Cam was rooting for Mary. Oh, yeah. I hope she whipped her ass. <laughs> yeah, because Lil' Kim was with him before. Yeah. And that's why she started bleaching her skin, you know, because he got with light-skinned faith. <laughs> Yeah, I mean. No, I mean now, Lil Kim look like a straight white woman now. Yeah, Lil Kim trip. She looks. She I look don't like know a, what she look like. She look like uh, she look like I a would, monster. I wouldn't even say a white woman. I she really like don't like know Casper. what she looks like. No, nope, yeah, looks, it ghost. has to be Casper. a mixture between Casper and the monster off the Goonies. Oh my God, mm. he wasn't a monster. He was just a deformed person. Oh, I thought he was a monster. No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't prosthetics it was but oh like, okay now you, you had me feeling bad for a he second he was like dang I was talking about somebody <laughs> okay we, we we gonna get out this rabbit hole we, we gonna move on to uh, stay and fly I gotta stay fly fly so our stay and fly segment is all about how do you, you know, keep got a phone charger yeah yeah <laughs> How do you keep your mental health up? Okay. <laughs> um, what do you do to stay stress free in this very in this world? Um meditate. meditate. Drink a lot of water. Meditate. Uh oh, can I put this in there? Yeah. Drink a lot of water. Um smoke a lot of weed. There you um, go. Talk. Mm-hmm. Talk things out, communicate, communicate. I'm big on communication um, with my team, peers, friends, everybody. You feel me? When it comes to clarity, uh, it all begins with communication. Yeah, and you feel me? It all boils down to that and balance. So I try to balance everything. I try to keep. I try to keep shit. Uh, oh shit! I try to keep shit balanced and. Is it charge? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But it was acting dumb. Now niggas gonna have to hold their phone sideways. Um, <laughs> it's plugged up. Oh, it's locked. Yeah. Okay. It's straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, My bad. I got. I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah, I just try to keep balance, and I try to. I try to just. Yes, it really comes with balance, meditation, communication, and um, your ganja. Is that in the weed? Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight up. What it? So, what's your meditation? Do you like do yoga? Or? Nope, I work out. Um, and if I can't make it to the gym, I always do my push-ups. If I don't do mm-hmm. no push-ups, I got it. Got it. Something. If I if I don't do something, something else has to substitute. So, like, if I didn't do my push-ups today, I had to read. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Or if I didn't read, I had to hit the gym or I had to do push-ups. Mm-hmm. Or um, when it comes to the creative process, we always, I'm always, we always looking up things. Like I'm always looking up inspiration and and uh, references when it comes to like when I'm tweeting and stuff like that. All those tweets don't come fresh off my mind. I'm always reading up shit, and then I'll be like, oh, okay, I can resonate with that, and I kind of push it into my own words. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so it's always like a search for something new or you know what I'm saying something I haven't seen and something that I want to re- recreate yeah when you said it's actually that, good to be constant when you was talking about them push-ups I thought about that video of the uh, thing that uh, Clay had you do <laughs> when you it almost said, fell yeah. 
<laughs> so the push up is crazy. So you gotta like you go down, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you come up, well, no, he was it was kind of like you were trying he, to do it off. He of was us. doing them. He was doing them on like a lawn chair. Uh-huh. You feel me? And I had like a regular chair and shit. So you do like do the push up, and then you kind of like jump up with one hand, and the shit was kind of high. And I almost fell. I almost oh, yeah, cause, smacked cause, my face on the ground for Oh, real. no. The chair moved, right? Yeah, the chair pushed back a little bit. It wasn't sturdy. Oh. But I went through a little trial and error, and yeah. I got that right. Yeah, cause, I got cause my little you... ottoman. It worked with the ottoman. It was soft, you feel me? And it was smooth. Shit, mm-hmm. went, shit went good. And I got those push-ups together. <laughs> that was so funny. That yeah, shit was crazy. Asia laughing at people. <laughs> Niggas was cracking up. Niggas was responding to that for sure. Yeah. I definitely was laughing. I, I low-key put myself under the bus all the time. Like, yeah. I'd be like, if I be like, damn, I almost fucked myself up. Fuck it, I'm a post. Yep, yep. Oh. That shit. Asia, <laughs> I did that with Asia Aaron. Post, oh, my fault. Yes. Like, Every single fall I've done, Asia has got I've it got, on camera. Yes. Either we've been on live, and then she had the camera directly facing me when I busted my ass, or... That time when you fell in the hallway, that uh, shit was hilarious. She fell over nothing. Like literally, she she just spun around, and I guess her socks like slipped on the floor, or she stepped on her foot and then fell. I'm definitely a clumsy person. Regardless, she fell slowly. (laughs) She tried to catch herself on the wall, but (laughs) just rolled off the wall (laughs) to the uh, floor. I fell earlier this week. It was one of them icy days. <laughs> Did your feet go off? Look, go this happened. It happens so fast. When I fall, I, if, if it didn't fuck me up for real, I get up quick. So me and Tom hopping in the whip, and he didn't even see the shit. It happened so fast. My foot, what happened was my left foot, it was I stepped on ice. So Ooh. that motherfucker knocked my right foot right out the way. <laughs> You feel me? But I had my hand on the handle, so I, I got tried? back up quick. Oh, oh you pulled yourself up? I got in the car, and I'm like, you ain't see that shit? He was like, no, what happened? I'm like, nigga, I just fell. He's like, damn, I missed it. <laughs> and, huh? Nope, nope. I only ran. Last time I ran track was eighth grade. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Reflexes. I remember one time I fell ninth grade. I was walking to school, stepped on some black ice, and Ooh. both of my feet slipped. I fell back like, like this is my head. Boom, I fell, but I got, literally, it was kind of like, you, you did bounced, like a, a baseball I bounced right back up. <laughs> I was back on my feet so quick, but you when I got to class, a I was like, drop on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I got to class, I was like, my back hurt. I was like, no, I can still, I can still get up pretty fast. I play softball. I know how to slide. <laughs> like, no. why age would be coming from my head? Yes, I'm clumsy, but hey, I'm a little coordinated with my clumsiness. <laughs> no, there was this gas station. The whole thing was ice. The whole thing was ice. The whole thing was ice, and uh, and um, the dude, like, people were just falling <laughs> underneath the car. Wow. <laughs> like, they just couldn't get up. And it was it was hilarious because um, they was, like, literally just, every time they stepped out the car, like how you described, mm-hmm. but they couldn't catch themselves. They would literally just fall underneath the car and <laughs> get trapped underneath the car. It was hilarious. But, um... We're going to move it on to to the next final game, Aaron. Let's get it. Okay. So our final game is... Guess <laughs> that nigga. Guess 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 that nigga. We could just take that as the drop for yes. it. Guess that yes. nigga. We don't even have to do it. That right? shit was like, fire. That was off the dome, too. <laughs> yep. Like, he over here just, you know, spitting fire. When I was in the... So, uh, two of my homeboys that I uh, 
knew since high school, live in Atlanta. So when I was in Atlanta, after I finished the photo shoot, they pulled up on me. We like went to a little bar, smoked a little bit, and uh, we was talking about how. Uh, damn, what was we just talking about? Uh-huh. Oh no, we was riding in the car. We was riding back to my homie crib, and when my boys put on a, a, a instrumental. He just like, go ahead, Tay. And I'm like, And then you're like, this is my opportunity. I'm sick. I was in the car freestyling, <laughs> dropping bars. Like, I was really dropping bars for real. They was like, damn, you tripping. And we was all just in the car rapping for like 15 minutes. I'm like, nice. I ain't rapping in a minute. I don't be doing this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So the way that this game works is that um, we pick any type of artist that we think you might know. Like, based off of your personality, what you listen to, maybe what you watch, or just, like, watching your stories and whatnot. I just, we basically lurk and then try to see, okay, what what is he going to guess? So, um, it can be an actor, it can be um, a singer, um, any type of other musician, um, just all types of art. Uh, And then I, we put it together with clues, so... It's kind of like guess who, but the nigga version. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to give out clues, and then at the end, you're going to be like, okay, yep, I know who it is. And guess if you don't... Nigga, guess that nigga, guess. If you don't guess, <laughs> you don't guess correctly, we might take away your black heart. Okay. Yep. So... um Can't take away my nigga card. <laughs> so I'm going to start off, and um, this one is like a, a rhythmic type of thing. So, you know, I got some slight bars coming for y'all. Guess that nigga. Guess that nigga. Guess. <laughs> a real life gangster holding crackers hostage in Atlanta, but at the same time, an AK-47 wasn't his swagger. It was 26 times my man's found the time to call a nigga a motherfucker in almost every motherfucking line. And at least not, and let's not forget the infamous airline with the motherfucking snakes on that motherfucking plane. <laughs> who who could she be talking about that nigga is Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> <laughs> Asia was so excited about this one. Oh yeah she was like I was, I was she was excited. like Aaron you gotta guess and I was like you are aware that I'm on the same document so she, <laughs> I didn't know if she looked at it previously yet I was like ooh she should she should look at it so he, he, gets. he gets to keep his black card yeah he gets to keep his black because card because he actually guessed that nigga yes he did he, <laughs> I wanted to get up as a real challenging one. I know. So that, like, nobody gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm taking your black card, nigga. Like, give me that shit. Run that shit. Snatches. <laughs> it's mine. Okay, we do have some um, some little prizes for you. For me? Yep, we got the... It's lit. We got the what up, though. Uh, name tag. Uh, yeah. Made by 513. Shout out to oh, him. Oh, my guy, my guy. <laughs> and then we got, you know... We got uh, the dope uh, band or group Forever Golden. You know, we got their little wristbands. Okay, good wristband. Yeah, with uh, good keepsakes. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Sink uh, or Cur- swim. Curtis. You gonna sink or you gonna swim? Curtis Roach, and then who was the other dudes? The Square Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the other guys. I never met them before. I only met those two. You gonna sink yeah. in a Toyota? or You gonna swim in a Rolls Royce? <laughs> 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 Um, Aaron, did you want to uh, start off with your uh No, nope, you go first. Oh. So we also want to showcase some poetry that we've done. Are y'all lit? Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to start off. Because I can't even find the poem. Oh, here she goes. She's putting herself on blast. That's the Wi-Fi right there? All right, bet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm black. 
Just view my loose coils, my non-voluptuous, non-curvaceous body, and let's not forget the lack of ebonics used within my vocabulary that rightfully denounces my right to cultivate with the fam. I'm black with a white grandmother, her blue eyes, her long stringy hair with her very Caucasian, very sharp facial features that God designed, yet they don't transcend to my face But that 25%, that quarter of massa running through my veins, yields the sisters and brothers from calling me their sister. I'm black. Yet my pale skin doesn't denote white or black. Too much pigment for the oppressor to welcome me. Lacking enough melanin to not be racially ambiguous while looking into my pierced portals. Their eyes form another light skin, ho. I'm black. But my extracurricular activities don't, pre- don't represent a proud, unapologetic black female. She can't listen to melodies that don't sway your limbs like the temptations or without the soul of Shaka Khan or without the rhythmic technicalities of James Brown. Is it wrong to enjoy rock? They say Elvis is the king, but us black folks should know the true innovator is Little Richard. My enjoyment of rock should denote the soul that flows from my ears to my toes. I'm black. My mocha latte, my mocha latte frappuccino, white chocolate wannabe Hershey kiss, dark chocolate skin represents an indecisive, stuck between the fam and the white man, swag or corny, miss fat booty or miss fat flat ass, strong independent or submissive woman. My appearance, yes, I'm pale. My backside is just an extension of my vertebrae, but running through my veins is an unapologetic, soulful sister with a lot to say. My uh, my unforgettable pride for my culture, the black people, runs deep in my soul, yet I'm repeatedly called over and over a reoccurring statement again and again. Oops. Oh, shit. I don't lost my... <laughs> it's all it. good. Damn! I don't lost... Oh. It cuts deep into my psyche, destroying my confidence as my peers refer to me as that white girl. I'm black. I know my greatness. Unlike some of my peers, as I stand here and ask, am I black? Do I have soul? Does the fam stand with me? I have an epiphany. I know my culture. I know my history. I know that I know that there's various shades of my people. We are not the same pigment or shape, and we all have various interests. Now I don't ask, I'm black. I decisively stare and state, I'm black. Uh, all right, what drove snaps. you to that poem? What? What drove you to that poem? Like what? Oh. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm very pale and, you know, I got these you got loose, a little color. loose, loose coiled hair, you know, uh, I like to read. I'm, I'm into all different types of different music. So growing up before it was okay to be, you know, smart and whatnot and being black because, you know, sometimes people like to call you white if you like to read, which is baffling to me because in a in a uh, backwards way, you saying that your own people are dumb or stupid, or like I just never understood why the fact that I like doing certain things mm-hmm. that transpired as being white. 
so this whole thing of me being called white my whole life it just really just struck with me so then I started writing about it and um I've always liked poetry so then I started doing that Uh, I haven't performed this poetry this poem in like two years so I I didn't realize it was like on five different pages so (laughs) I'm sorry y'all I was was flipping through I was like shit shit I didn't I didn't mark the pages (laughs) all good it sounded great (laughs) thank you yeah, I feel all fired up now. Like, I'm about to stomp some people. And just to yeah. let y'all know, like, um, yeah, my grandma is white. Uh, but, like, our white family, uh, they, like, denounced us because, you know, we was black. We was the niggas. Uh, yeah. A little background knowledge. Her family is French and German. They racist as hell. So, uh... I gotta post this video. You about to hear your voice real quick. Okay. <laughs> 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 but she, uh... Her family just gave up on her and just like, no, we ain't with you because you you got the nigga babies, the nigga oh. babies, and with that. So that's just how that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Er. Yes, harsh er nigger. <laughs> you know. Okay. But that's where that came from. Like I had a little anger. Yeah. And anybody that knows me, I don't really mess with the white folks because of that. Even though Resentment. my grandma is yeah. white, and I just like I'm richer than no white folks. <laughs> so like it really like it was like a real negative thing when people call me that white girl like yeah like I feel like I I I acknowledge that I'm black like when people ask me what are you black they be like but you light and you got loose color hair I was like that is really a thing like I'm just like, I'm just like what so like do y'all not see other black people like there's plenty no I'm nigga <laughs> there's plenty of my like my god <laughs> my godmother she was full nigga. <laughs> Man, she was lighter, lighter than me. Nigga. <laughs> had, had hair thin. You know, my Straight. black family. They full nigga. They dark. But their Full-bar. hair is, you know. I don't understand. Like, people always think uh, niggas' hair got to be a certain type. No. Yeah. <laughs> we come all shapes, sizes, colors, hair textures. We all, and I can't say we all intelligent, but a lot of us are. I've been a blue-eyed, dark-skinned nigga before. Right, you see it all the time. <laughs> you see niggas with blonde hair, red hair, like we I don't just, understand. We're so we come in so many varied shades and hair textures. It don't even matter. Like it's yeah. not even that deep. You claim nope. to be black, all right? Yeah, I mean you can't be you, you can't be white and yeah. claiming black. Oh no, 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 no you no. know that transracial, right? Never could. <laughs> None of that. All right, all right. So this made me real nervous for mine. <laughs> Why? I don't know because I don't I don't perform at all. Uh huh. No. Behind the, behind the, behind the scenes. You know, I ain't do that. (laughs) Behind the scenes type of person. So I don't think about it. All right. So mine is called (laughs) Seemingly Perfect Part Two, right? Because in my lifetime, I've met a a bunch of, okay, you guys get it once I read it. Just do it. Um, You're seemingly perfect. You give me perfect vibes, but there's something off. Seemingly perfect. You dropped your mic in the middle of my life, but didn't even perform well. Seemingly perfect. You grabbed me by the neck and had me shook. Seemingly perfect. You're more indecisive than me. I mean, you say I want you, but in the same breath, I want her. Seemingly perfect. You're like the sun on a freezing cold day. Seemingly perfect. You're like uncut cuticles with freshly polished nails. Seemingly perfect. You're like fresh J's in the middle of... I mean, on a rainy day in the middle of Louisiana. I mean, seemingly perfect. I'm tired of you. Coming around seemingly perfect is like you jump from one heart to another. 
seemingly perfect. I know my standards are high, but somehow you manage to break them down each time. Seemingly perfect. You're the rose-colored glasses I wore with you, cracked. Seemingly perfect. You're a seasonal fits, and I guess we're one and the same. I mean, seemingly perfect. You'll be perfect for someone. The girls might go crazy for you. Seemingly perfect, but I want seemingly perfect. This is your part two, and it's nice to meet you again. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Tongue twister, <laughs> but you killed it. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank, thank you. I definitely perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I definitely would have. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has met a seemingly perfect person. You mm-hmm. need to get that. They're seem, they're just there for a season of fits. Mm-hmm. And I think my experience with multiple people is just like, ah, you're a season. I I can spot you like right away now. Mm-hmm. So it's like calling them out almost. And that is the end of our poem segment. That was the first time we did that. It's lit. <laughs> yeah. Stepping out of y'all comfort zone. You know, you can hear the I nerves. I appreciate that. <laughs> I feel honored. And I just realized I left out a whole stanza out of this poem. It's all right, girl. <laughs> Don't trip. We didn't know. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But, hey, would you like to share it was, your it was social? Seemi- it was seemingly perfect. <laughs> Ooh. Hey. Ooh, I used it in Use a sentence it. quick. <laughs> He gonna be going around. You seemingly perfect, bitch. <laughs> Wait, find a bitch at the end. I don't know. See, just, just, I gotta use it. just like that. <laughs> okay, Damn, look at all that ass. It's seemingly perfect. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't know it was fake. You feel? <laughs> it was seemingly perfect. Got a nigga. <laughs> Got it's him. A, it's a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we want you to uh, shout out your uh, your handle. All right. Handles, all it's your boy. <laughs> Uncool again. Um that is U N C W H L G N. Instagram, Twitter. Follow your boy. Yes. And of course we are recording in the Detroit's different studios. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Every Friday. And you can follow our Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And that's A-R-E, not as in the debunked Toys R Us. And please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, all of that jazz. And rate us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, preferably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Love you, time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.